Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with uh, my good friend, uh, Rhino. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. And your weekend? Wasn't too terribly bad. Uh, a little warmer than I would have liked for uh, a late October weekend, but not going to complain because it was still pretty. It's getting cooler this weekend. Oh, it? yeah. I mean, like we thought it was going to do that last time. It really didn't. But I think it's coming. Appears. Slowly but surely. Although, like yesterday, I believe it was Vicksburg yeah. that saw record highs, that, or they tied a record high Okay, that was set back in 63 of 88 degrees. 88. On October 24th. Jeez. Yeah, that gets, uh, that gets on up there for October, almost November. Right around the old corner, as they say. We thank you so much for joining us. And you can join the conversation on 601-879-4395. That would be the C Spire text line. Coming up on the program today at 1020, Richard Cross, the host of Sports Talk Mississippi. He'll give us a recap of the weekend's college football action, including the nine-overtime game. How about that? It's getting your money's worth there, isn't it? I wouldn't say that now. <laughs> yeah, you got a whole bunch of extra free football, but <laughs> nine overtimes and the score was 20 to 18. <laughs> Sounds like a first quarter score in a basketball game or something. Sounds like a first grader's bowling party. <laughs> Without oh, the bumpers. gosh. Well, anyhow, Richard will give us an update there. And then at 11.05, Mississippi Senator Bryce Wiggins. Bryce, of course, represents District 52. That's Jackson County. He's the chair of the Senate Judiciary A Committee. But the senator will discuss his announcement for the United States Congress. He's running in his district, District 4 down there along uh, the Gulf Coast in southern Mississippi. And uh, this should be an interesting conversation. Of course, uh, the senator has uh, been on the program numerous times, and he'll be talking about his announcement. He, uh, he, He has made it publicly known 
having announced it earlier this morning in his social media accounts, etc. And I think we're even talking about it on our news, as I heard. So that should be an interesting discussion. And then uh, Super Talk Outdoors comes up with your host, Ricky Matthews, at noon. So a good show in store for you today. Folks, you out there buying gas? You buying gas? Not if I can help it. It... uh, Expensive, as they say. I, I keep wondering when we're going to show up at the gas pump and see uh, not just, you know, the options for credit, debit, cash, etc., but some sort of financing to, to buy gas. <laughs> gonna... I just have this, this little hole in the machine. It looks a little ominous, but you slide this plastic thing back to open the hole. And then you insert an arm or a leg, and it just takes it off at the at the joint. And that'll get you about a half a tank. I mean, we're laughing a bit. It ain't funny, though, is it? And it's so predictable. What is even more disgusting is how Jen Psaki and Joe Biden and all of the Democrat folks... They're spinning it as if, oh, this really is... I mean, and they take zero responsibility. And they get into all these discussions and and spinning and justification and rationalization of how we got here, and it's got nothing to do with Joe Biden, his policies, etc. And recall last week... If you caught the show, we talked about Exxon. You know who those guys are. They're a pretty big producer of oil and gas and and uh, petro products. That's kind of what they're known for, as far as I know. Well, now they have decided that they're pretty close to canceling two major projects, one in Vietnam, one in Mozambique, major oil exploration and and uh, extraction production projects because the government's saying, nah, we're getting out of the fossil fuels business. And so they're pulling back. Don't forget, you know, we caught this and announced this on this program several months ago. We saw this sort of creeping control, somewhat pernicious, somewhat covert in nature, where lots of Left-leaning investors had acquired sufficient shares in the company to get them a couple of board seats. And these two board members, now think about this. These are two board members responsible for guidance, governing, oversight, etc., of this company whose core business is oil. And they seek to exit them from the oil business. I just find that bizarre. And so, along those lines now, canceling these two major projects, well, what does that mean to the supply of oil and the prices thereof of gasoline and fuel at the at the pump? It means it goes higher. I don't think this is over, honestly. And I think this will play out from an elections perspective. Gosh, just a short year and a half or so ago, we're totally, maybe not even that long, we're totally independent with respect to energy. Now we got the president with hat in hand begging OPEC 
to open up the spigot. Because he knows that it ain't popular when Americans, it doesn't matter what their political persuasion is, I'd like to find some of these lefties that say, yeah, I, I sure am feeling good about paying more for that price of gas. Man, that feels great. Look at Joe. Woo-hoo! I'm just not buying that that's happening. You also had a report over the weekend, Jack Dorsey. You see this? He's warning about the dire consequences of inflation under Biden. He, he warned on this late Friday after the program that hyperflation, I'm quoting what he said, would change life as people know it. It's happening now, and it's going to hit the U.S. Duh. Quote, hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening, Dorsey wrote on Twitter. And then he added, it will happen in the U.S. soon, and so the world. That's from the Twitter CEO billionaire himself. So, is he trying to send a message, perhaps, to Biden? I always felt he was a big fan. I don't think he was a Trump fan, that's for sure. He banned him. He's still banned, right, Trump? He's not on Twitter. We'd we'd all know if he were. (laughs) We'd already had about 100 tweets before we came in this morning. But this is Dorsey. He says, I first experienced this back during the 70s, up into the 80s, when we had stagflation, where prices of fuel were going up like crazy. Transportation was limited. Distribution was limited. We had to raise prices. Wow. So... Jack Dorsey was saying that? Actually, that that quote, I take it back, that particular quote right there, I believe, came from former McDonald's. McDonald's CEO, Ed Renzi. That makes a little yeah, more Dor- sense. Dorsey not old enough. I was about to say, Dorsey's... It's in the same article. 40s. My bad, my bad. So this, uh, let, me, let me make sure it's clear. This is from formal former... McDonald's, USA CEO Ed Renzi, who's a very practical person, if you've ever seen him interview. Really good guy. And he said that Biden's policies are dramatically, quoting him, impacting the supply chain crisis and inflation, yet they're they're like Teflon. Nothing sticks to them. Have you seen them one time acknowledge, "Mm, maybe it's got something to do with the way we're running the country? I haven't seen the first. So you got Dorsey warning about the coming hyperinflation. You got former McDonald's CEO Ed Renzi, I would say, being critical of Biden's policies in this regard. Even Larry Summers, who served as the Treasury Secretary under Bill Clinton and uh, director of the National Council of uh, Economic Council, I should say, under Obama, warned that inflation is worse than expected. Who's not seeing it? Hmm. We'll talk about that later on in the program. Coming up next, however, Richard Cross, the host of Sports Talk Mississippi, will join us on Middays. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. 
We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They're offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. everyone middays back with you gerard and rhino in the super talk studios 
Kicking off this week, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now, the host of Sports Talk Mississippi, Richard Cross. Hey, Richard, how are you today, man? Gerard, happy Monday. What a fun football weekend we had. It sure was. Good to see you there on the platform uh, pregame. I was headed over to the... School of Accountancy annual fall tailgate had a had a really good uh, experience over there, but that place was packed. Wasn't hey, do it? you ever not? Do you ever not wear a suit coat? Yeah, I do. When it's hot, really hot outside. But I did have one on at the okay. game. You probably noticed that, right? Yeah, and I saw. That's just why I was curious. I mean, I, you know, that's kind of like a, a thing of years gone by. Everybody in uh, in sport coat. I think you were in a suit with a golf shirt. So I just just was curious. Good, good look. It works for you, though. You know, my wife says you just got to be who you are, and that's that's just who I am. So, uh, you know, I don't. We, we keep talking about playing golf. I'm just curious if uh, if you'll have on a uh, a navy <laughs> pinstripe suit coat if we ever play golf with uh, you know, khaki shorts. And golf ne- negative. Whatever. Uh, khaki shorts and a golf <laughs> shirt. Today, let's see. Oh, this is uh, from one of my, one of my uh, technology partners, ConnectWise. So I was part of the ConnectWise Innovation Network, and it is a golf shirt. Uh, but uh, anyhow, it's good to have you on. Good to talk to you. Uh, that place was packed. Had a good game up there in Oxford, and of course uh, Mississippi State. Fantastic win uh, uh, at Vanderbilt. And uh, but JSU Sands uh, coach Dion Primetime Sanders had a good weekend as well. But what about some of these other crazy games? I'm just looking at the stark contrast of the 2018 nine overtime game and the Wake Forest Army 70-56 game. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty incredible. So that that game you mentioned, Wake Forest, they score 70 points, and their total time of possession was 17 minutes. It was a ton (laughs) of big plays for uh, Wake. Army had over 400 yards rushing in that game and scored 56 points. Not only did they not win, they did not cover. That is, by the way, I don't know if you've ever been on campus at West Point, but that is one of the most stunningly beautiful places on planet Earth. Huh. Right there on the banks of the uh, of the Hudson, kind of raised up a little bit. My wife's cousin uh, is a West Point graduate. We went up a few years ago for uh, for his graduation ceremony, and that was just incredible. But yeah, no, I mean, you, you know, you, you think back to when Ole Miss and Arkansas played the seven overtime game and it absolutely lasted forever and it was exhausting, but they've changed the overtime rules. And, and so now after the second overtime, it's not, you know, you, you start at the 25 and drive in after the second overtime period. And this was really in response to the Texas A&M LSU game from a couple of years ago at the end of the season. Somebody said, we just can't do this anymore. This isn't good for the game. And so they go to alternating two-point conversion plays, and neither team converted a two-point conversion in the fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh overtime periods. <laughs> we ultimately got to the ninth, and uh, Illinois, whose coach, if if you remember this name, is Brett Bielema that was yep. in Arkansas, was it Wisconsin before that. They're able to knock off Penn State, coached by James Franklin, on the road, and 
you know, you, you kind of watch the the body language and the reaction of those Penn State players at the end. It's like you got to be kidding me. We just lost this game. Illinois has not been very good this year. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I think it was before the Tennessee game in our pregame show. I said, you know, every time we think we've got it figured out, college football happens. We had it happen true. again. Good point. This weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, you mentioned Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Mississippi State did what they were supposed to do, right? They yeah. played a bad Vanderbilt team. They put 45 points on the board. That was only, I think, the fourth time under Mike Leach that Mississippi State has scored more than 30 points in a game. Uh, you know, Will Rogers was uh, was plenty good. They played the backup quarterback at the end, scored a bunch of points. And so Mississippi State accomplished what they needed to accomplish. And, you know, for Ole Miss, that, that game was not a work of art when it was all said and done. Uh, Ole Miss was clearly the better team on Saturday and allowed – uh, you know, some mistakes. I think it was 12 penalties for a little over 100 yards. That kind of muddied things up a little bit. But all in all, a, a great win. And, yeah. and one that didn't come down to the final play. And, you know, that, that the game was only part of the storyline. I mean, this was uh, a day where Ole Miss retired Eli Manning's number. There was a great celebration. The weather was perfect. Sellout crowd. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of people since Saturday. And everybody's reaction was that was as close to a perfect weekend a perfect game day as you can you can come by. There, there was just good all the way around, including a win at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great analysis there. Uh, so we're in the throes of the season, a, a little beyond a midway. Things are starting to shape up. The thing that struck me the most is looking at the, the rankings in the top ten. It, it's yeah. unusual relative to what we're certainly not used to seeing Cincinnati up there that's the, the for starters right. and it's not quite as dominated by the SEC as we've typically seen no it's not and i mean you've got uh, obviously georgia who is by all accounts and and by all appearances the most complete team in college football you've got alabama there what at, at number 4 they've got the one loss to texas a&m um and they can score in bunches. And that game against Tennessee on, on Saturday night was close right up until the point that it wasn't. And it yeah. was kind of like blink of an eye. All of a sudden, it's a three-score game. Uh, but Alabama is not as dominant as they have been in, in recent years. But they're still really, really good, and they're still really talented. And I would say bet against Nick Saban and his team's success at your own peril. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got Texas A&M playing well. You've got Ole Miss sitting there at number 10. So, what, four SEC teams either in or knocking on the door of the top 10? Yeah. Um, I honestly thought that – and if you look at the, the points total in the AP, they're only a couple of points separating Iowa at number 9 and Ole Miss at number 10. Maybe only be one point. You know, kind of separating those two. I mean, I think if you look at the body of work, you think Ole Miss is probably a better team than Iowa. Uh, but it's all going to sort itself out at this point. I mean, Ole Miss has got a great opportunity, but a, but a huge challenge this week when they go to Auburn. Uh, Auburn's actually a favorite in this game, a small favorite, but a favorite nonetheless. Um, if Ole Miss beats Auburn, I think you see a little bit of a jump. They probably move into that 7-8 range. And then, you know, you, you look at, what, at what's left on the schedule. So it's the trip to Auburn back home for the game against Liberty. And regardless of what people want to say about Hugh Freeze and the emotion, Ole Miss is so much better than Liberty. It's, I mean, that that's a, a game that, that shouldn't be in the balance. Yeah. And then Texas A&M, Vanderbilt's terrible, and, and then you get the Egg Bowl uh, when kind of all bets are off. And so we've kind of gotten to a point, and this is a weird place to be, right, because historically an eight-win season for Ole Miss is a fantastic year, historically. But now eight is the floor, 
when you look at Liberty and Vanderbilt being left on the schedule, and frankly, not getting more than eight is probably a disappointment for Ole Miss, given the opportunity that they've got, the quarterback that they've got. Yeah, I, I, I agree with your analysis totally there, and it's it's amazing how I guess a little bit of uh, taste of of winning and especially games that uh, typically you maybe don't expect to win. And in the past, you've struggled with. Now you you come to expect it. That's just the way we fickle fans are, I guess. That sort of tells yeah. the story, uh, I think, in college football. And it's all all about what have you done hey, for and me? And you lately. know, Gerard. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean a huge game this weekend for Mississippi State. Yeah. Right. So so they've got Kentucky coming in, and really on both sides of that. That's that's Mississippi State's permanent. Eastern Division crossovers. They play Kentucky every single year. And that is a game where if you ask Mississippi State fans going into any given year when you're doing the whole WRL or circle the wins on the schedule before the season starts, that's a game you circle because you expect to beat Kentucky. But on the flip side, when Kentucky fans do that, they circle the Mississippi State game as, oh, that's one you got to win if you're going to have a good season. Yeah. Well, you got Kentucky sitting there with only one loss. They're a, a slight favorite, I think a one-and-a-half-point favorite over Mississippi State in Starkville. It's a really important game for both of those teams. You know, Mississippi State in its quest to get to bowl eligibility and then try and kind of get a little bit past that. And, I mean, Kentucky's looking at, at its remaining schedule and going, you know, 10 wins, 11 wins, very much doable. But that starts in Starkville on Saturday night. Yeah. So I think a huge one coming up for Mississippi State and Kentucky this weekend. And both games, the Ole Miss-Auburn uh, game, the Kentucky uh, Mississippi State game at the same time. I think thirty minutes, maybe different start time. Uh, I'm actually headed up to Waverly with some of my uh, buddies to play a, a, a golf weekend, and I think uh, maybe going to the Mississippi State game. But I might have to have my phone or something going on with the whole Miss game at the same time. Oh my gosh! You good? You just grab that ceasefire phone and pop up the uh, ESPN app, and you can watch the Rebels in Auburn while you're watching Mississippi State in person. There I'm, you I'm go. jealous. I actually am going to miss both of them this weekend. I got to go to Philadelphia. I'm doing television for UCF and Temple on oh. Saturday morning. So I'm hoping the plane uh, has got <laughs> televisions on it coming home so I can, uh, can watch some football coming home Saturday night. Very cool. Appreciate you joining us, Richard, as always. Take care, and we'll talk soon. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Stay with us on Middays. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 40% chance of rain, high near 86. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 64. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 86. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. 
Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll. Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Republican State Senator Bryce Wiggins is officially throwing his hat in the ring for 4th District Congressman. In a video announcing his candidacy, Wiggins shared why he is running. Now I want to take the fight to D.C. to retire self-dealing politicians who believe the rules don't apply to them, to force Congress to live within its means like we do here in Mississippi. So far, Wiggins, along with five other Republicans, a Democrat, an Independent, and a Libertarian, all seek to unseat incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo. And after 77 years, U.S. Marine Corporal Quentin McCall, a World War II and MIA vet with the Fighting Six Marines, will be laid to rest today with full military honors at 11 at the Mississippi Veterans Memorial Cemetery at Newton. On November 23, 1943, McCall was killed in action during the Battle of Tarawa. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. 
from the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays on Monday in the Super Talk Studios. You got uh, Gerard and a Rhino guiding you through the middle of your Monday with facts, fodder, and a fine music. Let's see on Wednesday, Paul Gallo. The Gallo Show will be remote in Columbus. It will be coming at you live from the East Mississippi Community College where you'll hear about uh, community colleges like EMCC and how they're forging the way for exciting careers and high-paying jobs for Mississippi students. And then, coming up Thursday, Hobnob. Hobnob will be going on down at the uh, Mississippi Coliseum this coming Thursday. That's October the 28th. The Gallo Show will once again be live uh, from Hobnob. And uh, I expect Paul will have a pretty dang good lineup of guests, including statewide leaders and elected officials, etc. To register, go to msmec.com. That's msmec.com. I'm going to try to hang uh, hang out a little bit there before we do the show on Thursday. We didn't have it last year. Well, we had it virtually, right, as you corrected me last week. I've, You know, when they're not in person... I, I sort of just naturally say we didn't have it. I don't I don't count such events being virtual as actually having a meaningful event. And I'm not I'm not uh, being critical of MEC. They did the best they could. I think under the circumstances. I'm just saying in it's my, just different. It's totally different. There's no substitute for hobnobbing. You can't hobnob on Zoom, can you? <laughs> they got a they got a hobnob feature. It's awful hard to rub elbows digitally. <laughs> That's true. Very true. You see this story, and I don't have it in front of me, and I think I'm going to report it accurately just at the very high level, about a Down syndrome child in school who was forced by the school to wear a mask such that the school... Someone, I'm not sure if it was teachers, administrators, etc., but an elementary school student, I believe, and like tied it to their head so they couldn't remove it against their parents' will, or what I should say, without 
obtaining parents' permission and saw a brief interview with the child's father and saw photos. I mean, that that tugged at my heartstrings seeing that. Come on, this is a, a Down syndrome child, special needs child. You're tying the mask to their head? That's That's inhumane. Yet we're more concerned about the illegals crossing over into our country. But you got to believe this is some Fauci-loving, mask-loving, <laughs> loving um, control freak administrator or student who took it upon themselves to tie the mask to this child's head. It's over. It's over the line. It's just over the line. Uh, this this emboldening which we have seen from the educational community with respect to children is just over the line. And and uh, I don't know what else to say about it. It's completely inappropriate. I think the good news there is that parents are speaking up. And I, I think that will have repercussions at the ballot box. It certainly is a big part of the reason the governor's race in what has historically been a fairly reliable Democratic state in Virginia is now called a draw. It's neck and neck in the latest polls. And, of course, after that goofy McAuliffe Democrat candidate said, no, parents should not be involved in any way, shape, or form with what is being taught to their children in school. That's totally inappropriate. And then you got the National School Boards Association, which sent a letter to the Biden administration asking for some help with respect to parents that are showing up at school board meetings. And they're, they're agitated. They're angered at what they're seeing. In the classrooms, they're angered at all these goofy mandates and stuff. And so the school board association takes it upon itself to contact the Biden administration and ask that these parents be categorized as terrorists, domestic terrorists. They likened uh, them uh, to domestic terrorists. Now they've sent an apology. And I read the apology... It was weak. I mean, it, it was another one of these deals where what exactly are they trying to say? Why is it just so hard for people to come out and say, hey, we blew it. We made a mistake. Please forgive us. We're going to do better. Accept our apology. But I read the letter. I, I didn't get that out of it. I know that's what the attempt was. But I... It, didn't really just come across as yeah we we really feel bad about this and we we were out of line. I'd, it comes across like we feel bad we got caught. Exactly. Not that they feel bad for being idiots. And they were in this case. So anyhow, I I think that when you get between parents and their kids, first you've crossed the line, right? And second, you're energizing people. That's what's happening in and uh, traditionally Democrat 
uh, the Democrat state of Virginia. For sure, I think that is figuring in to the election up there. Uh, so a friend of mine sent a text, by the way, talking about the gas. My truck in a five-gallon can of non-ethanol gas sent a photo of the price. And that was $94.51. Looks like for 27, yeah, 27.40 gallons. <laughs> yeah, on the ceasefire text line, Bo and Indianola. When Trump was in office, I never spent over 150 bucks filling up diesel. Today, $341.91. Wow. He continues, and Joe says, I don't know, I don't know, we could tap into reserve, but that's only 18 cents a gallon. What an idiot. Yeah. Well, I, I, what bothers me more, honestly, than the reality of this precipitous increase, sharp increase in, in gas, is the unwillingness to acknowledge that it's a problem or that they had anything to do with it, which is just, I think... Par for the course in this administration. Nope. Afghanistan, not us. Right? COVID, nope. Not us. Inflation, oh no. Supply chain, no, no, no. Finger pointing, finger pointing. And his press secretary stands in front. Not him. He should be the one doing it. Not her. Nobody wants to hear from her. We want to hear from him. At that town hall, which, like, nobody watched. It was terrible. He, He never really answered any questions he he didn't address the core issues he didn't provide any solutions other than you got to pass my domestic agenda and everything it's just hunky-dory all the problems are solved if i can just tax corporations more and give more child tax credits out everything is just goes away at that point oblivious pamela and biloxi you see that rhino <sighs> says Gerard, the little girl talking about the Down syndrome student. Yeah, she to... lives with a swollen tongue and has to breathe through her mouth. That's the easiest way for her to breathe. And when they took the mask that had been tied to her head off of her, it was coated in saliva because her tongue was pressed against it. And the the sickening part of all of this is this young child has been having, quote-unquote, behavioral problems at school for about six weeks now. So this has been something that's been going on for almost six weeks, and they didn't tell the parents that they were tying a mask to her face this whole time. So she was obviously distressed at school and was exhibiting the symptoms of that distress when she got home, and they were trying to figure out what is causing so much distress. Come to find out, it's just the idiots at the school wanting to stick a finger in the eye of DeSantis and wound up tying a mask to a seven-year-old girl's face. That's right. It was in Florida in a district where it is prohibited. Mandates are prohibited. That is child abuse. I'm just going to call it what it is. And I don't know who's directly responsible, but they need to suffer the proper consequences. It's just simple as that. This is ridiculous. You don't own these children. You think you do, you lefties. You want to, so they can be little Marxist soldiers for your agenda. Back off. That's ridiculous. That just hurts me when I see stuff like that. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more talk. And don't forget, coming up after the news at 11.05, Senator Bryce Wiggins. Stay with us. 
Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange. December cotton was down 46 to 107.80. March cotton was down 17 to 106.02. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade. November soybeans were up 10.5 to 12.31 per bushel. January soybeans were up 11 cents to 12.41 and three quarter per bushel. December corn was up one and a quarter to 539 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was up three quarters to 547 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle was up 165 to 129.97. February live cattle was up 170 to 135.20. January feeders up 175 to 159.07. March feeders up 182 to 160.12. At the open, the Dow Jones is up 35 points. 35,711. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. Late season weather is no match for preparation and planning. Grow with pride all season long with Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring varieties bred to tolerate high winds and freezing temperatures. Open bowls and pick easily with Harvest Aid products. And defoliate for an earlier harvest with high yield potential. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays so questions on the ceasefire text line really appreciate everyone for joining the conversation 601-879-4395 staunch conservative here this is steve on the 662 but what are some of the ways the president and or his policies affect crude uh, oil prices and uh, there's a kind of a long answer to that, but one of the, the main things that is causing inflation, not, not just of the price of uh, fuel, but all, almost everything, is just all this helicopter money that we dropped into the economy. And remember that the economy was virtually shut down for most of 2020, and in fairness, uh, there was legislation passed under the Trump administration that distributed lots of money throughout the economy to offset the shutdown. Unemployment benefits, the PPP loans, uh, support for the airline industry is an example. Uh, no question. But the economy was sputtering and not very active because everybody was shut down and quarantined and so forth. Um, But as we were coming out of it, after Biden was elected, they passed another gigantic bill, the American Rescue Plan, right off the bat. Remember the argument, is it going to be $2,000 checks sent to everybody, or what was it, $1,400 plus the $600 just recently sent? And that was a big controversy. But nonetheless, not a single Republican, and I know a lot of folks get bent out of shape about so-called rhinos and Republicans that don't stand on their principles once they get elected. But in this case, that particular bill got no Republican support in either house. It was unnecessary. It was inflationary. And so we're still, to a great extent, Paying the price for that. Of course, he immediately shut down the pipeline. And now, the pipeline wasn't carrying oil at the time, but it it figures in and it factors in to the price of futures and uh, just the demand-supply picture, exploration, any of those assets, production, refineries, etc. Also, lots of the... um, the wells 
and the pumps were shut down because of the lack of demand. Remember, for a while there, the price of oil went negative. Trump made a big deal out of that when he was president, and that happened. And so what's happening is, as we come out of this, the oil and gas companies are getting, obviously, very strong signals from Biden and the administration. We're getting out of the fossil fuels business. We played the clip last week. I'm going to take tens of millions of cars off the road, referring to internal combustion engine-powered vehicles. And so when you have that going on, these oil and gas companies say, uh, we're not going to spend any money on uh, exploration or drilling or, or uh, production when we feel like that there's not a long-term opportunity. And so when they're doing their financial modeling and they look at the return on investment, and that's figured over some period of time when they think they can produce revenue from those investments and those assets, and they say, well, no, by this year, it's it's out, it's done, it's gone. They pull back and say, we're not going to make those investments. And that figures in to the overall supply. And that's what's happening right now. Or maybe reopening some of these uh, these drills. And then, of course, he eliminated uh, leases on public lands, federal lands, for new drilling. I mean, all of that's just figuring into this. So you got that at the same time. We've got some degree of uh, a high a spike in demand just because everybody was shut down. Now they're back at it, and they got money in their pocket. And a lot of people don't save it. They go out and spend it. So... I hope that answered the question, Steve. Appreciate that. Um, That's my take on how those policies are affecting. But here's the deal. It don't really matter (laughs) when it comes to, from a political perspective. The fact is, the rank-and-file American voter just associates the price at the pump and the price of everything else they're buying, their personal economic situation, with the occupant of the White House. They just do. It's just human nature in that respect. And the other party, opposite that in the White House, should leverage and usually does that from a political perspective. Break time here. Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. When we return, Senator Bryce Wiggins joins us. You'll want to stick around for that. Stay with us. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says he'd like to get a deal done on the Democrats' social and environmental spending plan before he leaves Thursday for a world leaders meeting in Italy, then a climate summit in Scotland. He met at home with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer in one of the plan's big holdouts. President Biden hosted Senator Joe Manchin at his house in Delaware. He was also traveling with his domestic policy advisor, Susan Rice. Advisors of that level usually stay back, but usually when the president goes home for the weekend, he is not actively working on stuff like this. Fox's Peter Ducey. A big rainstorm hits California. Evacuations have been ordered in some parts of San Mateo County and Santa Cruz County, specifically near the burn scar of what was a major wildfire as heavy rain causes debris and mud flows. Forecasters say something called a bomb cyclone met up with an atmospheric river of water and dumped anywhere from 2 to 10 inches of rain across northern California. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America's listening to Fox News. We
Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. Shop online and check out what's in stock or visit one of our showrooms. Make your house your favorite place to come home to with instant savings and no money down financing. The low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today, Stennis Space Center celebrates its 60th anniversary. From the NASA video, The History of Stennis Space Center, Jeannie Keller, who worked with Johnson Control Center at Stennis, shares what it was like when the rockets were tested. That time, they had the countdown of the the test firings on the operational intercom site-wide, and everybody would listen to the countdown, and as it got to the last few seconds, if you could, go outside so that you can see the smoke and hear it. The rocket testing started in 1966, and every rocket that was tested here performed its mission flawlessly in flight in taking our men to the moon. Stennis has grown into the nation's largest propulsion test site and is home to over 50 federal, state, academic, and private organizations and several technology-based companies. To see more on the history of Stennis, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to Viasat.com slash internet now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T dot com slash internet now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See Viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. Lawmakers will have to tackle redistricting in the upcoming session, and there are a lot of other issues Senator Jeremy England wants to focus on. You know, we've got things like a nursing uh, shortage crisis here in Mississippi. Uh, we're also gearing up to have more schools uh, have better CTE programs, which is career training. Uh, we want to make sure that, that Mississippi is able to attract jobs because we have the best workforce. And Brand USA is tasked with promoting the United States as a destination for global travelers. CEO Chris Thompson told Supertalk that Mississippi is a popular destination for international travelers. In Mississippi, there's about $185 million a year contributed to the economy from those outside our national borders coming in and enjoying this great state. Thompson spoke at the Mississippi Governor's Conference last week to discuss tourism efforts from the national, state, and local level. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top-tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for joining us so much. You are tuned in to Middays with Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this Monday, kicking off a new week. Joining us now, the Mississippi Senator representing District 52, that's Jackson County, Senator Bryce Wiggins. Good morning, Senator. Thanks for coming on. Good morning, Gerard. Uh, sounds like Rhino's rocking in the morning there. <laughs> Try, trying to get energized and, and uh, up and at them, as they say here on this Monday. Rhino's always rocking us. We appreciate that. All right, so... Uh, Is that a little Aussie or somebody like that? That was uh, that was actually Journey right there. So, you know, I'm a big Journey sure. fan, and uh, uh, we have separate ways. We have... Uh, also, Wheel in the Sky is one of our intros as well. Yes. So, anyhow, we have fun with all that, but we appreciate you joining us. Big day uh, just a few hours ago, right? You went public and made an announcement that you are a candidate for Congress, U.S. Congress, for Congressional District 4 of Mississippi. So, uh, well, congratulations on the announcement and uh, tell us what's going on there. Yeah, thanks, Gerard. It is. It's a big day. Um, as we have uh, sent out in our media, and it's on our website, BryceWiggins.ms, um, we are announcing our candidacy for the 4th Congressional District. Uh, Gerard, I will tell you, I have been all over the 4th Congressional District in different capacities and have heard from many, many people, and uh, I will tell you the people are sick and tired of the self-interest and self-dealing of politicians in D.C. and, quite honestly, those that we have locally. I mean, uh, the mayor of Moss Point is serving two years in prison right now. We all know uh, Bill Walker at DMR and what happened with that. And since I've been in the Mississippi Senate, 
I have fought uh, certainly the corruption side of things and uh, just as evidenced by the DMR Accountability Act uh, that I authored and we got passed in the wake of DMR. But um, what I've also done is, is uh, do legislation that's effective, fight for people on the things that are important to them. Many people that know me know that I am proud of the legislation that's the Early Learning Collaborative Act that has started with nothing in Mississippi and now we're top five in the country in early education. It's about being effective and what I have heard is that people want effective leadership and look, I know people have asked me today, they said, well, it's a crowded field. Yes, it is. Um, but I think that's a statement on what our representation is in D.C. And people want somebody that's going to fight. I've been fighting for uh, 10 years since I've been in the Senate. I fought to bring uh, BP dollars and keep them in South Mississippi. And by the way, that includes some of that money coming to places like uh, Summerall and in places like Hattiesburg. Uh, I fought to uh, bring transparency to the people, and um, I've gotten things done, and that's what people tell me that they want. People are tired of the of the platitudes and the comments that get thrown out in D.C. They want to see something done. Look, Democrats can't even get stuff done, which, by the way, is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> um, but it's a guess what? It's about governing. And people want to see us get stuff done, and they're tired of the the comments that get made and yeah. nothing being done. Yeah, I, I think uh, certainly there's a lot of truth to that, folks uh, on both sides of the aisle. Uh, there's a lot of frustration <laughs> among the uh, the Democrats in this country because the uh, Democrat controlled co- uh, Congress and White House can't seem to get the agenda through, and a lot of that's just because of the uh, the dissension that exists within the Democrat ranks. Uh, in uh, certainly in the Senate, in the U.S. Senate, and to some extent in the House of Representatives. But I think you're absolutely right. There, there's always this kind of feeling of optimism by voters when, when they get behind a particular candidate, and they like the candidate, like the candidate's message, like the candidate's policy positions, and then they, they get to Washington, and it just seems like it's, uh, it's status quo, and stuff doesn't happen. I, I think you're, you're spot on on that. I guess the question is, uh, Senator, should you prevail and, and uh, be fortunate enough to be seated and represent Mississippi's uh, Congressional District 4? How do you fight through that? Have you thought thought about that when you got 435 uh, there in the in the House and your party may not be in control? Hopefully, it will be in 2022. How, how do you deal with that? Well, Gerard, yeah, Gerard, a couple things. So, first of all, I've been dealing with it since I've been in the legislature. <laughs> um, when I ran for the Senate, okay, uh, I took on a two ter- three term incumbent. People told me that we would not be successful, yeah. but I heard the people, they wanted a change. And I uh, I got in and we won with 60% of the vote against an established incumbent. Um, if And I said, if people want the status quo, then they don't need me. And same thing in D.C. I am not going up there to do the status quo. And I will tell you, you yourself have been around Jackson. You've been, you've been around D.C., there's a lot of people and a lot of uh, temptations that pull you uh, in different directions. Yep. That is not me. I have uh, faced that down in Jackson um, and honestly, I think have, have come out pretty good. Um, and to your point about the frustration, I get it. 
But uh, in that scenario, in the legislature, we've been able to, uh, again, bring $10 million to the Port of Pascagoula, uh, set the table for early education in the state of Mississippi, um, increase uh, uh, penalties for child abusers. All those were, were pieces of legislation that I authored. And what I hear is that uh, we're not getting that representation. And I think, look, there's there's multiple people in this race, uh, but I'm the one that's been there and that has uh, been through the ringer, so to speak. And I'm willing to listen to people. I'm also willing to make sure that uh, we get the ball across the goal line, so to speak, uh, in terms of legislation. And um, I think that's what people want. In fact, I know that's what they want because they're telling me. But let me say this too, Gerard, people want an advocate. And I hear so many good things um, in Miss- in South Mississippi. I mean, I'm a fourth generation South Mississippian. We got Ingle Shipbuilding that makes 70% of the nation's uh, ship uh, Navy ships. We got Chevron with their largest refinery. We got Southern Miss, which is uh, uh, you know, a leading marine research institution. We got Chancellor Engineering up in um, in Laurel. I mean, we got so many positive things that we ought to be uh, lapping the field. And I just don't hear that. People want somebody to advocate for them. And I, I know this. When I went up to Jackson, uh, people told me to sit down and be quiet. Guess what? I didn't do that. And in my first uh, certainly year, I got legislation passed. I didn't sit down. If I had listened to them, uh, the fourth district, well, I'm sorry, my Senate district, yeah. uh, wouldn't have the things that we, that we've seen, nor would South Mississippi. And that's just not who I am. I'm ready to take on the status quo because we need something different. Uh, what, how has the reception and response been, Senator, since the announcement? And now I know you had an inner circle, I'm sure, that was aware you guys were preparing it. You're, you're out of the gate. I've seen your ad and so forth. All great stuff. Uh, what, what's been the response so far? Well, it's been great. Uh, and to your point, uh, the inner circle, as you as you say, you have to have a team. Sure. And nobody and, uh, can do this uh, on their own. And I think that shows actually my uh, my leadership in trying to assemble a team that can get us to where we need to go. Uh, the public reception has been fabulous. I will tell you, uh, as part of our team, we have people from Laurel, from Hattiesburg from Picayune, from Gulfport, from Pascagoula, from George County. Um, you know, this this uh, district is more than just the coast. It's sure. uh, about the Pine Belt as well. Um, and, you know, uh, I have uh, reminded people of that. And so we've been receiving uh, kudos and, and uh, excitement from all across uh, South Mississippi. Awesome. Uh we got a break coming up here in a second. We got about thirty seconds. If you can hang on, I got some more questions for you. Uh, but in the meantime, sure. uh, in the yes. meantime, yeah, I right, good. Uh, in the meantime, uh, what about fundraising money? You you have any goal or idea what you think you'll need to uh, succeed in this race? Yeah, I, I mean, to run campaigns, it takes money. Yeah, and uh, we are we are uh, we've filed our paperwork. Yeah. Uh, last night or actually the day before um and so we're hitting the fundraising trail um from what our internal numbers show is that we are uh meeting our numbers literally 
uh, when our announcement video went up this morning, okay. I had people ready to donate, and um, and not ready. They have been have been donating from across the district, and so uh, it does take money to run a campaign, and we'll be out hitting the trail. Right. And uh, but it's something that you got to do. Sure, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hang tight. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. We've got Senator Bryce Wiggins talking about his candidacy for the United States Congress for Mississippi's CD4. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their diamond store. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back, everyone. Middays. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Our guest is Senator Bryce Wiggins. He has just announced earlier today that he will be a candidate for Congressional District 4 in Mississippi's uh, southern region. That seat, of course, presently held by Congressman Stephen Palazzo. So, Senator, you were talking about uh, raising money, and of course, you, you're no stranger to this, and you understand you got to have money to to run a campaign. But you shared with us that, having announced, you've had lots of folks already contact you, say they're they're willing to part with some money to to help uh, and support your campaign. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it, look, uh, campaigns are not cheap. Yep. And um, as you see behind me, I have our website, BriceWiggins.ms. People can go there to donate. I will give you a hot off the press. Uh, we had a little glitch this morning, but that's being worked on, which is to be expected. Um, that happen when you're when you're running with a with a campaign like this. Um, but yeah, they can go to our website. We're going to be actually in the Pine Belt area. Uh, starting uh, later this week, uh, meeting folks, uh, shaking hands, fundraising. Um, we've already got uh, events scheduled in places like George County um, and the coast. Um, and so it's it's all part of it. And look, one thing I've learned um, in this position and being in politics is if uh, you're not willing to do the hard stuff, then you're not going to be that good of a, a legislator. And some of the hard stuff is actually raising money. Sure. And I found that out on my first campaign with the Senate. Uh, like I said, we took on a two-term incumbent, two, uh, three-term incumbent at that time, and we won. And people didn't want to give us money. We said, we're going to work hard. Um, I've got a team uh, that's pushing me. We're going to work hard. Uh, if people have watched our social media in just different capacities. We've been all around South Mississippi. And, um, and I'm willing to do the hard work, but that also translates into the job itself. You have to be willing to do the hard work. You know, a lot of the stuff, believe it or well, I guess people should believe it is, happens behind and away from the cameras. Sure. Uh, you know, I handle uh, the Medicaid budget, as you know, which is the single largest budget item in the state of Mississippi. And guess what? Uh, 97% of that was handled behind uh, uh, the cameras. And when I say behind, I meant, uh, talking with fellow legislators and agency heads and stuff like that. It's not what you see. Um, and when I did the early learning collaborative bill, uh, that took, uh, time drafting it and it took time to do that. And that's what it takes to put it in. If you're not willing to put in things like asking people for money, because that's what it is. And I'll say this, I'm not a rich man. <laughs> I've worked for everything that we have, and if people go to our website, they will see uh, what it means to and where we came from. My grandfather started out as a welder at Ingalls. My uh, dad was the first one in his family, in our family, to go to college and then medical school. Uh, he worked at the paper mill in the summers. My great grandfather, ninety-five. My great, I'm sorry, my grandmother. Uh, Jean Meredith, who if you go to our website, you'll see her picture. She grew up in the hills of Tennessee, and she remembers when there wasn't power. It's about working hard, and we're willing to do those things to uh, to represent the people. And uh, speaking of that, working hard is what's in our DNA down here in South Mississippi. Yeah, I, I think it uh, certainly applies to South Mississippi. I, I believe it applies uh, across the great state of Mississippi as well. 
but uh, appreciate your candor there, for sure. So, uh, Senator, I think the obvious question is, with respect to you and the the present office holder, that being Congressman Stephen Palazzo, uh, help us distinguish between you two. What what uh, what do you feel like uh, are your key differences, certainly from a policy perspective, if there are any? Well, the first key difference, Gerard, is that I don't have ethical violations hanging over my head. Okay, that's first and foremost. And I'm not saying anything as a uh, as a as a shot against uh, Congressman, but the reality is that's a fact, and I don't have that. And you can bet that that uh, affects your ability to get stuff done. So that's number one. Number two, and I didn't even come up with this stat, but. Um, uh, somebody put it out there that in my 10 years, uh, I've uh, introduced and gotten past 40 bills and Congressman Palazzo, too. Now, um, you know, and part of that time, the Republicans were in control of Congress. Now, look, I'm Republican. It's about small government. And just because you get things passed, and some of those are are different. But what it shows is that you're willing to work to get those things done. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, I've been a prosecutor. I know uh, I put uh, criminals in prison. I put murderers and drug dealers and child offenders in, in prison. I've passed legislation that increased offenses against uh, children. So if you want the, the things that we've been seeing about our attacks on law enforcement and first responders, I know what is there. I was working with them in the DA's office for eight years when I was prosecuting. Um, also, I've been on the Appropriations Committee. Uh, and I've been chairman of a mate of, in fact, two major committees. Um, and so uh, I, I don't think that's the case uh, for the for the current uh, office holder. And look, hey, he I don't know what he's going to do. Um, and there's other people in this race. I, I understand that. And guess this is the American way. And this is how uh, it should be. And let the people decide. I'm not really. You, you know, from a from a standpoint of why should we should just uh, uh, quote go with the incumbent? Um, I'm not sure why that has to be the case. At the end of the day, this is a job interview. You are interviewing you are interviewing me to be a legislator, and Congress is the legislative branch. Yeah. And so, I would ask people to uh, keep an open mind and look at that. Go to our website. On our website. We have policy positions for all kind of uh, policy issues that people can click on there and see from national defense to abortion to uh, corruption to being uh, to being a leader. And you'll see that. And, um, you know, I think that that shows that that uh, we're listening to the people. Yeah, it it has always seemed to me, uh, Senator, uh, just a, just kind of a, an observance as an outsider uh, in the political realm. Uh, an observation, I should say, that this this party tends to uh, kind of promote the next person in line, that there's just been this sort of traditional succession. You start here, you go there, you can't leapfrog this, you, you're not really at the point where you, you should seek this or that office. That just seems to be inconsistent with our Constitution, for sure. It doesn't say anything about the next person in line, as far as I know. Uh, and it's how we end up, I think, often with candidates, uh, good candidates, that just stay out. What your thoughts about that? Um, Gerard, I think you said it very well. And, you know, in America, we love competition. 
And I, I understand the reason for uh, the next in line, if you will. And back in the old days, when you had the uh, certainly you had Thad Cochran and the Trent Lots and uh, even before then, you when it was all Democrat, you had the John Stennises and those folks. That that maybe was the case, but it's a different time now. It's a different generation, and I personally have seen how uh, new energy brings new ideas. Uh, I, this new crop, and I call it a crop of, <laughs> of freshman senators, have been great and have a lot of energy, and and uh, you know, and that may have been good, but but the reality is in this situation is our um, our voice and our representative literally to the world in D.C. is uh, faced with ethical violations. Uh, and that's a fact. That's not something that Bryce Wiggins came up with. That's not something that anybody else do. And, and I know this. Uh, we're better. We are better in South Mississippi. Yeah. And, um, and I think that, uh, I have a record of taking that on, uh, things like that. And, you know, to your point, it should, uh, let the, let the best man win kind of thing. Yeah. So I got, uh, one final question for you as we're running out of time. So one of the complaints we hear all the time, not, not just in Congressional District 4, but really, I think to a great extent across the country, folks get elected to Congress, they go up to Washington, we don't see them as much. They're not as visible to their constituents in their districts. Uh, tell us how you'll operate from that perspective. I hear that all the time, and I will tell you, I think that's why people are excited about our candidacy. Um, if you have followed my career, you know I will not shy away. I'm on all the social media. I'm out and about. I will not be hiding in D.C. Um, I uh, face the voters. Um, I'm open to anything uh, I will not shy away. I think, uh, you know, it's the old saying, people have gone D.C. or people uh, cater to the swamp. Uh, to a version, uh, D- I'm sorry, Jackson has its version of the swamp. Yeah. And I think with my faith and my family that we have been grounded on that. And I can tell you that I will not and I will not uh, be going up there to give in to the swamp, if you will. But I will be going up there to have an, uh, a mind and represent our interests and be an effective legislator uh, for we the people go. of South Mississippi. Appreciate you coming on. We're going to hold yeah. you to that, too, Senator, if you get elected. And good luck to you, sir. As thanks, you for, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. See you later. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 40% chance of rain, high near 86. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 64. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 86. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, partly sunny, high near 82. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Hurry! Run! Get to the car! It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gotten the Mazda of Jackson! 
rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. <laughs> Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today, Stennis Space Center celebrates its 60th anniversary. From the NASA video, The History of Stennis Space Center, Jeannie Keller, who worked with Johnson Control Center at Stennis, shares what it was like when the rockets were tested. That time, they had the countdown of the the test firings on the you know, operational intercom site-wide, and everybody would listen to the countdown, and as it got to the last few seconds, if you could, go outside so that you can see the smoke and hear it. The rocket testing started in 1966, and every rocket that was tested here performed its mission flawlessly in flight in taking our men to the moon. Stennis has grown into the nation's largest propulsion test site and is home to over 50 federal, state, academic, and private organizations and several technology-based companies. To see more on the history of Stennis, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Nothing serves up healthy happiness like a plate of Mississippi pork. Looking for a dish that's high in protein? Try tender pork sirloin, packed with 24 grams of protein and only 173 calories per serving. Or how about mouthwatering pork loin with 22 grams of protein and only 122 calories per serving? And the taste will have your family begging for more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Pork Producers Association and the National Pork Board Checkoff. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Tuned in to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Gerard Gibbard, your host, along with Rhino coming out of the Super Talk Studios. Came in, it was raining a little bit this morning. I think trying to. Yeah. But some storms coming in Wednesday, I think. Supposedly. Yeah. And then it gets cooler. Thankfully. Yeah. All right. So, uh, one thing that uh, I wanted to just clarify that uh, the senator said that he, he was, in fact, chairman of the Medicaid committee over there in the Senate, and it it is the largest budget line item in the state when you consider the federal component of that. In fact, the spending on Medicaid from a federal and state perspective, last time I checked, was right up there, like neck and neck, with the total general fund budget for the state of Mississippi. That's how big a program it is, with some nearly 800,000 enrolled in the program in Mississippi. And that's without expanding Medicaid. That is, uh, that's just the coverage for the various categories that are included in base Medicaid. Children under the CHIP program. Uh, pregnant women, indigent seniors, uh, the those who are disabled and blind. So that's without covering able-bodied adults. But yeah, he, he's right in that it is the biggest budgetary line item when you consider the combination of federal and state money. I just wanted to, to clarify that. And it just keeps on getting bigger. Uh, the program. So uh, across the country, I think 75 million now enrolled in Medicaid, and that's what's still 11 or 12 states not having expanded. That is thought to to uh, increase that number, I think, by two to three million more. But in the meantime, just so you'll know, folks, the there is a plan in the budget reconciliation bill, the budget bill that the Democrats are pushing for. This is a so-called $3.5 trillion, really $7 trillion bill. that's now been pared down to two, only $2 trillion, with all kinds of accounting tomfoolery, etc. Well, it includes provisions that would extend the present subsidy model for Obamacare. The, the the subsidized coverage that 
eligible Americans can obtain in the various ACA exchanges. And so it effectively achieves what expansion of Medicaid would, which is to provide free insurance for those under a certain uh, income level relative to the federal poverty level. And in this case, he would actually be at 150% of the federal poverty level would be zero premium cost. Medicaid expansion, and that's for any takers, uh, able-bodied, et cetera. Any any, uh, expansion, I should say, would cover it up to 138% for able-bodied adults. This program, as proposed by the Democrats in this bill, which is, by the way, presently what's in place for 21 and 22 because of the rescue plan, that was that was passed back in February. We already have that in place, up to 150 percent. And but and if your income is between 150 and 200, your premium is zero to two percent of your income. That's the way the subsidies are structured, with a maximum of 8.5 percent of your income, up to 400 percent or higher of the federal poverty level. So anyhow. The only point I'm trying to make is that as we as we continue to talk about the prospect of expanding Medicaid here in the state of Mississippi as being one of the states that did not, if this plan goes through at the federal level, it effectively achieves that. Except you're not in Medicaid. And this is what uh, Commissioner Cheney talked about on our show last week. You're not in Medicaid. You'd, you'd have private coverage. It just wouldn't cost you anything, up to 150% of the federal poverty level. So, Which, by the way, the present federal poverty level for a family of four is uh, 150% is right at about $38,000, $39,000 for a family of four. For an individual, 150% is $19,000. So anyhow, just wanted to pass on some of those details so you under kind of understand the dynamics here because Medicaid expansion is thought to be a, 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 a big issue that our legislature will debate. In the 2022 session, if this bill passes, I'd say it's kind of moot. Now, I know that the commissioner may argue differently, but I'd like, if this is going to happen, I'd rather see them buy private insurance with subsidies than just stick them under Medicaid, which is essentially just, essentially welfare, um, and just grow in the ranks of, of public insurance like that. Would That would be a preference. I'd prefer to not see any of it. Anyhow, Jeff said, I didn't realize nearly one-third of Mississippi was on a Medicaid program. Yeah, Jeff, and that, again, it, it excludes able-bodied adults because they're not eligible unless you have expansion. We have lots of children, I think 450,000 children, that live in households, many of whom are um, where their parents, their caretakers, are able-bodied adults that do not qualify. The adults don't, but the children do. It's the way it works. Uh, as a foster parent, I, I have experience with that. Foster children are automatically enrolled in Medicaid, even though I requested of the Department of Human Services uh, to allow them to be on my private insurance that I would pay for it. And you can't do it. Federal law prohibits it uh, there. And, and I get the justification. The reason is because foster children, foster parents can call their social worker on any 
day and uh, at any hour and say, I'm done, come get them, and then you got a big old problem, conundrum, if they're on your private insurance. So that's why that works. Is it uh, able-bodied and working? Yeah, so... No, it's just able-bodied, and there's and this is from Jason. And so it's it's the question that comes up always is, well, are they seeking work? And by the way, this is one of the objections that Je- Senator Joe Manchin expressed to Joe Biden about the child tax credit, which is I, I gotta I gotta rephrase it: the child payment. It's not really a tax credit. I'm I'm calling the BS flag on that one. And so Joe Manchin said, I'm not for that unless the recipient is working or seeking work. And Joe Biden says, no, absolutely not. And their reason for that, this is at least what they say, is that there are many grandparents in this country that are caring for children through a number of, for a number of different reasons. And these grandparents are retired and they're not working. So they would not, in that case, be eligible for these child payments. But seems like a simple enough fix. I would agree. What bothers me is that... You put an age cutoff or a clause in there that says if you have retired after a certain number of years of service. Yeah, if you, you could substantiate that you're legitimately retired and haven't worked for some lagging period of time. Some Yeah, I agree with you, Rhino. I think there's ways around that. But... The, the proof that they really just want this to be a giant redistribution scheme is that you, you're eligible for it. So they say we, we'll lift children out of poverty, but a household making 150 grand gets the full credit. I, I, I have a hard time calling that household impoverished. That's true, though. And in fact, the credits start phasing out the payments. At 150k, up to 400k. So you got a household making 400k. I actually wrote an op-ed on this, folks. It's on the SuperTalk website uh, a couple of weeks ago, where I went through the math on that. But uh, hardly an impoverished household making 400k. In fact, according to the Biden administration, those people are filthy rich. So which is it? It just seems unreasonable to set the. The thresholds and the parameters around that program, it's just a... So now, by the way, if you haven't heard, the uh, Kristen Sinema says, no, I'm not on board with corporate tax rate increases. I'm not on board with capital gains rate increases. I'm not on board with individual tax rate increases. So the Democrats are scrambling to find another source of revenue, and they've come up with the idea, we're going to tax unrealized gains of billionaires. There's 734 billionaires in this country. Unrealized gains, meaning if you buy an asset such as a, a stock, a shares of stock today, and by the end of the year you don't sell it, but you've realized a gain in that, you'd have to pay taxes on it even though you haven't realized the gain, haven't sold it to produce any income. What a nightmare mess. I'm totally against this. This is bad policy, bad idea. It would hurt us all. It's confiscatory. And what they say is, oh, yeah, this is how we're going to combat wealth. Uh, I'm sorry, income inequality. That's not the purpose of taxes. It's not to even the income field. We'll take a break. we got one more segment here on this Monday. Stay with us. 
Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by The Road. Your destination for fine men's clothing. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced a significant expansion of access to high-speed Internet, health care, and educational services from millions of rural Americans nationwide. The announcement continues to move forward President Biden's Build Back Better agenda by prioritizing economic growth in rural America and investing in the backbone of our country, the middle class. Vilsack spoke about the USDA's commitment to helping rural Americans get improved access to broadband and health care during a visit at the newly renovated emergency department at Hammond Henry, Louisiana, in Geneseo, Illinois. He announced that on November 24th, the USDA will begin accepting applications for up to $1.15 billion in loans and grants to expand the availability of broadband in rural areas. The USDA is making the funding available through the ReConnect program. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. for joining us on this Monday's Super Talk Mississippi Middays with you. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Appreciate all the engagement on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Bo and Indianola, why do we have to give all this money away? Why can't government stop handouts except to those who truly need it? Veterans, old folks, truly disabled people. Stop blowing money on BS like $500 million for radio stations in the Middle East. Gender studies focus on the debt uh, and the billion a day in interest, etc. Remember, they know Republicans know they uh, they uh, can't really follow that. But uh, so, Bo, uh, I hear you, man. And, you know, I think the problem you run into is define needy because there's no consensus on what needy is. I can assure you. And certainly it would not be limited to veterans and old folks and truly disabled people. That would not be considered needy. Like, for example, one of the big benefits is the uh, family leave, which, by the way, started its 12 weeks. It's now been pared down to four. That's what's in the present draft of the bill. And that would be a federally funded benefit. So... Democrats will tell you, yeah, the, these parents need financial support when they take off of work, and we're going to give it to them. It's, gonna, it's coming from the federal government. So that, they would call that needy. And these, uh, these households that have decent incomes, that have children, they say because of their cost of child care and the fact that uh, the, the – Two, it's two income earners typically in the household, and they, they incur these costs, and, and if they don't get some help, they can't go to work. In fact, there are a lot of analysts that say that's one of the reasons we can't get people out of the house and back to work is they're, they're at home taking care of their kids. They've gotten accustomed to that, and they just don't want to go back to work. So the government says, here's some money for that. Now, I personally don't think the government ought to be financing the upbringing of your child, which is essentially what this is. It's essentially what it is. And then there's these cases like I just talked about where you've got a grandparent that's involved in caring for a child, and they've gotten used, like we said, they've gotten used to this money. I read some accounts of that and how that has uh, really been a godsend. And they, and I've read an article in the Washington Post, and there were some interviews with grandparents talking about how valuable – these uh, these monthly payments have been 
to these caretakers of these children. I don't know exactly how they ended up with these children. In, in most cases, it was their children's children, their grandparents, obviously, and they're no longer in their children's household. And I'm not sure how that came about, but there, gosh, there's some, I mean, tear-jerking emotional stories of, you know, how this little bit of money that they're getting is $300 a, uh, a month per child, or two fifty, depending on the age, and uh, so there's there's one in particular that says I, she doesn't know how she'd manage now without this money. Says talking about her grandchild, she needs clothes, she needs things for school, she needs shoes for her feet, she needs food in her belly. I don't work, I'm retired. So, and I'm not being argumentative, Bo. I'm just saying that that's where you get into these these really complex, contentious discussions of what's needy, what's a safety net. And what we're seeing is the an attempt, an egregious and all-out attempt, to vastly expand the gov- so-called government safety net. I'm not even sure it's the purview and scope of the government to provide a safety net for society. I think there's other ways of getting that done from the private sector. But when you got the government taking all your dang money to prop up and fund these programs, it's just it's hard to go do it outside of that. You're, you know, I mean, you're, you're, the shakedown has milked you dry about that point. So anyhow, in, in the meantime, though, Senator Manchin says, I'm not for these child payments unless uh, the recipient is working or attempting to, to find work if they're unemployed. Interesting. We'll see where all that lands, and we're going to keep you updated on that because the talk is they're going to try to get something done before old Joe gets on the plane and heads to Glasgow for the climate summit on his private jet along with his cabinet. But in the meantime, they're thinking they may ram through the infrastructure bill. That's the one that passed in the Senate on a bipartisan basis. Our own Senator Wicker supported that particular measure. They're going to try to get something done and parade around in their hands. Victory! We thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Super Talk Outdoors is up next. Stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.